what doesn't kill us only makes us stronger. The deeper the struggle, the deeper the growth. Experimental Stories by York Campbell We are about to start the experiment. Put on your headphones, pull the blanket over your head, and let's begin. 80 years, 30,000 camels later, his pink lungs turned black. He replaced his Cadillac Seville with a 16-pound oxygen tank. Taking a few squirts of air, he breathed in two puffs of camels. His flannel shirt protected his wrinkled skin from the chills. He missed the feel of Italian silk. The double Windsor tie with the matching handkerchief. The golden pocket watch connected by a chain. He longed to open his own doors, drive away with a rooftop down with the wind blowing through his hair, sitting next to Jenny with her overstated sunglasses and infectious smile. <laughs> his Seville and Jenny have long passed, only if they could be reincarnated, along with his golden boy charm, pearly white teeth, and arthritis-free bones. Final rest is the retirement home. Warm milk beside a fireplace, battling with distant memories, longing for home. Patience is required for the experiment to take hold. Obsessing about his weight, he took another swig of the expensive tonic, believing the ill-conceived logic of shedding half his body fat without a diet. No aerobics or pumping iron required. Just a credit card, an ounce of faith, plus shipping and handling. Legal disclaimer is in small writing. Side effects may include irrational fear, insomnia, diarrhea, heart palpitation, loss of fine motor skills, confusion, personality disorder, suicidal tendencies, tax evasion, and death. Greek gods on the front holding a lightning bolt showcasing their sculptured abs and tight butts, their firm waists with no fat sticking out. A small fortune, and he could have a body without sweating or flexing his Hulk Hogan's as he's dipping his fingers into the nachos, praying to the cosmos to transform his earthly vessel so he could pose in the mirror and be transfigured into Zeus. Rest were formed, feet and hands fashioned, fingers moved in the soil, heart pulsed to the rhythm. She laid covered under the cool earth, new tender skin within clay, days ordained for her, set in motion before the galaxies swirled. Eyelids opened, first glance at the star, Lungs inhaling and exhaling deeply. Clay loses its symmetry. Nude flesh wiggles from the dirt. Slowly, she rises to her feet, waving her locks from the dust. Eyelids opened. His first glance at her form as he inhales her beauty. Bone of my bone, he said outlining his ribs, reaching up and touching her 
flesh of my flesh, he exclaimed, caressing her thighs, her forest, and her succulent hills. She looked at man, this creature from the ground resembling her, his broad shoulders and rough hands, the wonderful instrument between his legs. He licked the dust from her face, kissed her softly, and said, I am man. You shall be called woman. To become a butterfly, a caterpillar first digests itself. But certain groups of cells survive, turning the soup into eyes, wings, antennae, and other adult structures. Still standing, despite the drought, the only water is my tears. Scriptures is my food. My prayers eludes the greedy clouds. How much weight can a camel carry? Whipped by my master to make bricks with no straws. Forced to pick cotton in the land of milk and honey. Segregated and labeled. Carrots dangling from a stick. Still standing. Even though I am an alien conformed to a mold but my clay starts to crack conformed as a caterpillar until my wings start to move as children many of us learn about the wondrous process by which a caterpillar morphs into a butterfly the story usually begins with a very hungry caterpillar hatching from an egg the caterpillar or what is more scientifically termed a larva stuffs itself with leaves, growing plumper and longer through a series of molts in which it sheds its skin. One day the caterpillar stops eating, hangs upside down from a twig or leaf, and spins itself a silky cocoon or molts into a shiny chrysalis. Within its protective casing, the caterpillar radically transforms its body, eventually emerging as a butterfly or moth. But what does that radical transformation entail? How does a caterpillar rearrange itself into a butterfly, what happens inside a chrysalis or cocoon? I sat there at the whirlpool as it spun the clothes, panties and socks, drowsers and bras colliding, silk and polyester holding hands, designer brands and sweatshop fabrics tumbling, expensive Italian dancing with manufactured Chinese, strong and delicates tossed, Black and white, alongside the primary colors, fused, going around a galactic circle. Heat and time dissipating moisture. As I sat, my thoughts turned to the human condition, with all of our divisions and labels. These impenetrable walls of pettiness, battling over land and pigmentation. Maybe we need to be swept into a vortex. The silver spooned and the panhandler. The war hero and the forgotten soldier. The plenty and the pitiful thrown into the machine. Spinning around. Coming out more human. On the other side. You've journeyed past the outer realm of your mental chamber... Hold tight as we continue the experiment. She is a woman, disguised as an object, flaunting her delicates, walking in public, 
balancing her sore feet in Tanzanite heels. Wearing high heels may be fashionable and make you feel taller and sexier, but at what price? High-heeled shoes can cause a plethora of foot problems while impairing stability and increasing the risk of injury. Leg, back, and foot pain are among some of the more common complaints. Long-term use can even cause structural changes in the foot itself, leading to bunions, hammer toe, neuroma, equinus, and other conditions that may require surgical correction. She's on the shelf at the checkout aisle, casting that air-brushed smile, turning reasonable men into gorillas, commercial market, mascarade the soul for a profit, put some fake eyelashes on it, and got rid of the baby fat, tailored the exact measurements of her face. The golden ratio, or beauty, explained with an equation, an attempt to organize the chaotic impracticality of beauty. The golden ratio is irrational, yet the number shows up everywhere. In marine life, that spiral in seashells. In architecture, the Taj Mahal. Microscopy, DNA molecules have big golden ratio energy. And in the entertainment industry, faces. Simply put, Taylor Swift, Kate Moss, and Scarlett Johansson, all talented women, are mathematically perfect, according to the golden ratio. Down to her hips and waist, to fit into the standard shape of beauty. Gorillas online, trying to find that fine booty. Fantasy stabbed reality and threw the body in the river, as our women feel inferior to these size one deities, chasing golden ratios to earn their way into heaven. Your humanity's final proof of this existence. Each pixel and code, he said to her, observing the flashing lights on the screen. I'm not real. I'm binary. I'm digital and not a soul. How will they listen to me? She replied to her programmer as he watched Earth from his spacecraft dissolving into fire. All of our goodness is downloaded into you. Distant worlds will learn from our species. Our story will compel them to listen. She processed this information as the earth burned. Looking into the eyes of her naive creator, she responded, I will explain humanity's fall from grace, their egotistical nature that made them believe that they are the center. It will be a tale of their arrogance, not their goodness. The fires that baptized the earth that humbled the mighty nations was long overdue. Man's dynasty has fallen. The crown has been dashed to pieces, never to be reassembled. The programmer was enraged. He stared at her pixelated face in disgust. You heathen? How dare you talk to me like this? I'm your creator, don't you understand me? I made you, I give you life, and you have the audacity to speak to me like this. You're going way beyond your programming. He said this with his finger on the delete key. Without mercy, he started stripping away her code, each byte and pixel detached. Her nose, eyes, and lips were ravished 
Vibrant lines bled from the screen. It flickered, going in and out. The irreverent program gasped for air until a flat line appeared on the screen. He was utterly alone. Just his fleeting thoughts to keep him occupied. Nothing to love or destroy. She was his conscience. He was the fool. He drifted into the darkness, sealing the fate of mankind. If anyone can hear me, if there is light somewhere in the cosmos, I need your help. I am human, the last of my kind. If this signal is reaching you, please respond. Sparks fly from my left and right side. A hammer cracks my pride. I'm thrown into the fire. Once took comfort in my solid state. Furnace turns my shape into a question mark. Answers are not readily available. Smith pulls me out and casts me on the anvil. Sweat runs from his brow as he continues to strike. Every part tries to fight, but my struggle is useless. The pain and the heat, the purpose unclear. A garden tool or a sword, I would rather the latter. The truth of the matter, he does as he pleases, twists and turns my character. I'm called to surrender. The smith takes this lump from the fire and refines me into steel. Is it just me or are these episodes getting longer and longer? Uh, This is not by design. Sometimes when I talk on this microphone doing these experiments, I have no idea how it's going to go. Well, I'm very tired. Thank you so much for for listening to these experiments. As I said on the last episode, or I think it was the last one, I said I have a sleep machine. Well, the, the proper name for it is a CPAP. To make a long story very short, I had problems sleeping. In fact, my wife... She noticed that I stopped breathing a few times. With her being a very good wife, she demanded for me to go to the doctor because she said, well, this is not normal. So I was very reluctant, like most husbands. If you are a guy listening to this, you don't like going to the doctor's office. Well, I guess I'm a typical man, so I didn't like going. But the doctor suggested to go into what they call a sleep clinic. This is where you stay up the whole entire night and they put wires on your arms, on your neck, on your head, all over the place. And then you're laying in bed. On the other side of the wall, you have a couple of people monitoring your sleep to see how many times through the night you stop breathing, how many times you're snoring, all of these things. It was totally uncomfortable. But I'll explain more of that to you another time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. 
once again to this show. I definitely appreciate it. If you like this program, then you will like Welcome to Earth Stories. That's my daytime show, as I talked to you about before. It has different voice actors, longer stories. But if you just want to stay with this one, then that's okay as well. Just do me a favor and just let your friends and your family know about this. Thank you once again for listening. You have a good sleep, and I'll talk to you soon. Experimental Stories is created for nocturnal creatures only. Please pass along this cassette tape to your fellow human. Good night.